Two of the people charged with racketeering in this scandalous first energy nuclear bailout agree to plead guilty to felonies. Cuyahoga County did not go purple on the coronavirus chart Thursday, but the state set a jarring case record. And the U.S. Justice Department appears ready to close a civil rights investigation on the killing of Tamir Rice without ever actually conducting the investigation. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Friday, October 30th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. In news that must have Ohio lawmakers and officials at First Energy more anxious, Jeffrey Longstreth, the longtime aide to former Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder, and lobbyist Juan Cespedes have agreed to plead guilty to corruption-related charges involving the House Bill 6 scandal. They are making the pleas with the knowledge that they can spend the long terms in prison, and generally, when people take pleas so soon after an indictment, it means they are cooperating with the continuing investigation. This is a big development for federal prosecutors and investigators seeking to prove that $60 million in First Energy bribe money paid for a $1.3 billion bailout of nuclear plants that First Energy owned at the time, as well as a guaranteed profit scheme for the utility on the backs of Ohioans. Despite the evidence of how corrupt this bailout is, Ohio House members, all of whom are up for re-election on Tuesday, have refused to repeal it. Defying expectations of health officials, Cuyahoga and two other counties at risk of becoming purple on the coronavirus risk chart stayed red Thursday, and they are not even on purple watch anymore. This means that even if the situation worsens, the earliest possible dates that Cuyahoga, Clark, and Hamilton counties could be put on the highest alert would be November 12th. The bar for becoming purple, the worst of the four categories, is pretty high, requiring continued increases in many categories, such as hospital admissions. The three counties had been climbing but appeared to have hit a plateau in the past week, even if their numbers are high. A bunch of schools that prepared to close their doors in a purple zone will continue with in-person classes. The U.S. Justice Department appears ready to close the civil rights investigation of the 2014 Cleveland police killing of Tamir Rice without ever really having conducted the investigation. Rice family lawyer Sabod Chandra, who loves a headline, bypassed the Cleveland media and told this story to the New York Times, which reported it Thursday. Prosecutors had sought permission to use a grand jury to gather evidence, but the request languished until it was denied last year. The Justice Department has not yet taken the formal step of closing the case. The federal investigation was the last hope for Tamir's mother, Samaria Rice, to get justice for her 12-year-old son. Local prosecutors did not charge the officers in the killing. Ohio set a new record of daily coronavirus cases Wednesday, bypassing the record set just Saturday by more than 700. The new record is 3,590, where the previous record was 2,850. Five and six weeks ago, Ohio was seeing about 1,000 cases a day, but then the surge started and the curve keeps getting sharper upward. The number of hospitalizations in the state is climbing, too. 
Cleveland Mayor Frank Jackson launched efforts Thursday to tackle head-on institutional racism and address the inequities that go with it using a new division in Cleveland's Department of Public Health. Jackson wants to focus specifically on finding solutions to the inequities. That includes helping people in poverty find jobs, accrue wealth, access health care, and obtain a general sense of well-being. Jackson realized that a health commissioner, whose job includes seeking and maintaining health grants and pushing other health initiatives, likely would not have the focus to deal with racial inequities, which have been a focus of Jackson's in recent years. He's asking city council to improve this plan. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. We hope you have a safe and COVID-free Halloween and come back Monday for another round of the news.